Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Welcome to the Equip podcast by Arise Ministries. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Kim Heineke, Director of Operations for the Ministry, along with Pam Keneally, co-founder of Arise Ministries. If you've listened to our podcast, you know our goal is always to provide you with tools for navigating real life. And if you're new to the podcast, or even if you've been with us for a while, we're so glad you're here. Have you ever been in a season of stress that you found is just really hard to shake? Or maybe you've noticed your mood is just kind of negative and maybe gloomy. What if I told you there's an easy and free something that will help you pull out of it a bit and change your outlook on life? Would you be interested? What if I said that doing it could potentially lower your blood pressure, help you experience more positive emotions, and improve your overall mental health? Would you do it? Of course we would. We would all do it. Today, Pam and I are talking about gratitude. And Pam, I'm so grateful to be sitting across the table <laughs> I like with you. that little, little word, uh-huh. grateful. Did You're you, already getting us in the mood right? here. Right. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> so, yes, yes, we're talking about gratitude. Now, there has been a lot said about gratitude. So we're going to jump right in, and we're going to unpack this subject. And Pam, I'm going to start with you, and I'm just going to ask you, for our listeners, just talk about what is gratitude. Well, I appreciate you asking that, but let me just just express this with a great, with a grateful heart. Kim, I am grateful for you. Oh, and I go, where's tissues? I'm like, that's not in our notes. That's not in our notes, (laughs) but I really am. It is my blessing, and I'm I'm so grateful to have you uh, in my life. And so, and that is a sincere thing. So we'll just move right on. So anyway, you ask, what is gratitude? You know, first of all, I it is not a feeling. We think Mm -hmm. it is a feeling. It is not a feeling. It is a choice. And something else that it is, we don't see it as this, but it is a virtue. Uh, it is no second-tier virtue, but it is one of the most, if not the most important virtue we can have. And I'll explain why in a little bit. But um, I, it's not based on our circumstances, mm-hmm. but it's based on our decision to live life in a positive lane, looking at our blessings around us. That's and good. that cultivates gratitude. What do you think it is? No, I agree with that. I think a lot of people, myself included, if I don't feel grateful, then then I must not have any gratitude. I must mm-hmm. not be grateful. But I, I, I think starting off with that comment in the very beginning that it is really a choice, that is the truth. Because sometimes we just don't feel it. Hey, sometimes I don't feel like being a mom. Sure. Doesn't make me less of a mom. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> hello, still a mom. I know. You know, doesn't mean my kids aren't hungry I if know. I don't feel like being a mom that still day. Still 10 loads of laundry to fold. <laughs> right. So just because you don't feel it doesn't mean that's it's, right. It I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it. Too bad. <laughs> oh, let's just savor that for a minute. Oh, <laughs> that would be yes, nice if Help we could do Lord. that on a few things. But yeah. that's a that's an excellent mm-hmm. um, exa- mm-hmm. uh, excellent description of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it important? Well, you know, um, I. <laughs> You maybe our listeners haven't seen this show on TV. Number one, you're busy as a mom. You don't have time to watch daytime TV. You know it's an old show, but there's a show, a game show on during the day. It's been around forever called Let's Make a Deal. Oh yeah. And you know it's the curtain and behind the curtain they have to guess, and then <laughs> behind the curtain is all these luscious prizes, or it's a or a, it's a goofy one, a goat on a rope, a goat on a rope, or something like that. But you know what? Gratitude reminds me on why it's important, and I've really come to see this in my life that it is the curtain it is a curtain and behind that curtain really are all the blessings that God desires to give me to overcome every obstacle I have it it, it is important because gratitude's the curtain it's and so um 
it's important. If I don't raise the curtain, then I live in indifference and, and live in other other lanes in life that are pessimistic. But it's not just important. It is major mm-hmm. important to cultivate. It, re, it reframes our thoughts, and it just reframes the way we see things. You know, so, now talk about that for a second. Let's just give a couple of examples in case someone's listening and they say, I don't even know what gratitude looks like. You guys are getting ready to go down this 30-minute road talking about gratitude and what do you even mean reframe your thoughts I can think of hard things that have happened in my own life and I am learning as I mature in Christ still learning Mm -hmm. to see those negative things and to think okay this is another opportunity for God to show up and and be who he says he is or to be able to look at something and say okay you know Lord I'm just I'm grateful for I'm grateful that I have to trust you. I'm grateful mm-hmm. that you are, I know that you're bigger than me. I'm, I'm grateful for hard things that I'm going through because I know it, it brings me to you. Can you give some examples in your own life of times where gratitude, where, where you've reframed your thoughts sure. from a position of gratitude? Sure. You know, um, uh, there's, there's so many, you know, we all have them about our children from time to time that they... Maybe they don't do what we want them to do, or they disappoint us in some way, or they make foolish choices. And all of a sudden, Kim, we think, I failed. Mm-hmm. I must not be a good mother. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. And you know what? Maybe maybe you did. <laughs> I did. Maybe <laughs> I did. Hello. You know, I did, looking back. But it's during those times and those moments that I choose to say, you know what? I know that God knew this was going to happen before I got here, and I choose to. To, to just believe that he is good. He will walk me through it. He will show me on the other end some things and, and that are good. Mm-hmm. And I said this the other day on a blog I wrote that um, as moms, it's not what we get, but who we, as, from, as motherhood, but it's who we become. Right. And we're in the process of becoming more and more like Christ. And it's going to come through things that we're not grateful for. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, we'd be hello. in heaven. We'd Let, be in heaven. Well, and that's what they say. Like, how do you develop patience? By being in situations that require you to be patient. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you develop gratitude? By being in situations that that require that. Yes. You know, like, that's how you learn to be grateful is, is being able to see those things that you're grateful for. Motherhood is not always easy. It's not always... Um, it's not always awesome. Yeah. Can I just say that out loud? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just grateful that my children mm-hmm. aren't listening to this, most likely. I know. But sometimes it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But to have an attitude of gratefulness is to look at the, at the things that are good. There's always something good. In, re, honestly, in every little thing that happens that we think, oh, that's no good. If we stop and we ask God to open our eyes and help us see the good in it there is always something good because he is always good that's right and you know what you mentioned why uh, why is gratitude important well research has shown that gratitude people that are grateful have really the psychological resources to cope with stress better yes. and they're more productive it reduces their those toxic emotions it truly does it does something to us just in our own lives which is so important plus not to mention the fact that as human beings we're prone to covetousness we're prone to the negative we just are Mm -hmm. and gratitude fights against that and eventually eventually it puts us on a different track that ultimately kim it can be a lifestyle right it's really not a struggle anymore i believe that so i've been around people who are super negative like that is their go-to anything that happens Mm -hmm. i mean 
it, it's a beautiful day here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like the sun is shining. It feels like fall. A negative person can go outside and be like, it's cold. Exactly. You know, like where's, you know, just like fuss, fuss, fuss exactly. all the time. Yeah. But you, I do believe that a person can develop the habit of being grateful and to the point where like that's where your mind goes that's your that's your go-to and there is you think about the people that you know those are happier people those are people that you actually want to be around mm-hmm. i'm exhausted to be around a negative person sure all for the time. very long and if you hang around a bunch of negative people you're going to be a negative person exactly. i mean like you're going to be that it will it will bend towards that but it it can be and it's what we all strive for it's just a lifestyle like yeah. it's just a lifestyle the way you live so um, this is a good podcast as a reminder to all of us, actually. All of us, yes. So, I love it. I and love for it. the season in which we're recording this, we're coming up on, you may be listening to this at any time of the year, but we are coming up on the season where everyone is, where thankfulness and gratefulness is kind of put in front of you. Like, this is the time that you're supposed to be thankful. You're supposed to think about all the things you're thankful for. But honestly, just like you said, this this needs to become a lifelong, year-long thing that we do. We should never just set aside one season to be grateful for mm-hmm. all that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's good stuff all over the place. Yes, and and I love what you say, like gratitude isn't a forced feeling, but it is a choice that we make. And it's a choice that we make to acknowledge the good things in our life, God's goodness. Sure. Because whether it's Thanksgiving or or springtime or winter, whatever it is, he is always good. Sure. In all things, he is always good, mm-hmm. even if we feel like, eh. Where is he? I know. Yeah, really, hello. Yes, he is. Like, like God took a vacation and yeah. just left you for I know. a bit. <laughs> like, wait a minute, take yeah. me with you. Exactly. <laughs> so even if we know what, what it is, sometimes, let's just be honest, it's really challenging to mm-hmm. put into practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be listening and thinking, well, nothing's going my way. There isn't anything to be grateful about. My kids are a mess. My job is cruddy. I have no money. My husband just left me. Whatever it might be, you may be thinking that's all fine and dandy for you and Kim, but mm-hmm. or you and Pam, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't have anything to be grateful about. And so Pam, you know, what I would like for you to talk about um is you know, maybe some things that the Bible says about thankfulness because that may be how we feel, but the truth is if what we believe isn't true, then what we feel doesn't reflect reality mm-hmm. and that's true for almost any area of mm-hmm. life so gratitude brings to the surface the truth about god's goodness in our life it does well you know what um the bible teaches first of all one reason why we want to work towards being thankful and grateful is i don't know about you out there or kim but i the one thing i want to be i want to be i want to be i want to be in the will of God yes and I've been there have been times I've been I feel like I've been outside the will of God and it's a miserable place to be mm-hmm. and we can always step back into it just as a matter of a choice and turning around and, and a matter of saying Lord I choose to cleanse myself or I agree with you what I'm saying doing being in your will okay I'm gonna step back in that walk with you but you know uh, I want to be in the will of God and when I am in the will of God and things come my way I don't want or didn't like to hear or didn't want to see I'm better able to cope with it because I have the resources around me to see it from a different perspective help me get up off my feet but I'm able to cope with life better when I'm right. in the will of God it is his will for us to be thankful it yes. is he command in fact he commands it so those commands are kind of 
oh my goodness you know it's a command yeah and that kind of puts a different spin on it i think no it does and besides i want what's behind the curtain (laughs) right well that's the thing like we all we all want to be in god's will actually we all want to be found in his will we don't i'm just going to speak for myself i want to be found in his will I don't always want to make the choice to change lanes and get in his will. Yes. I just want him to be like, yes, you're you're doing what I want you to do. Yes. But really, I just want him to accept what I want to do. So if I want to complain, you know, if I don't, if I have a, if I consciously choose to be grateful for those good things about his character and about the things that he's blessed in my life. That is being in his will. But mm-hmm. sometimes I want to fuss and I want him to be okay with it. It is. And, and you know, I confess right here now that, that what the way I can be outside his will real fast and not realize it is complaining mm. and murmuring. And uh, and I can do that. But now that I'm just sitting here, I am just have conviction on myself. I know. Help me, Lord. You know, but honestly. If this podcast cuts short, it's because we had to stop and just, like, get real. It's because the Lord zapped us and we're not here anymore. Hello. But uh, honestly, for me, my downfall might be murmuring or complaining about something. And that is that stepping off the track of just of saying, God, I don't care for this, but we're going to, I'll see what you're going to do with it. But anyway, that's just a little personal yeah. confession. No, I, it's I'm always good for the soul. <laughs> Let's, just, Let's stop and pray right yeah. here. <laughs> Let's put it out there for everybody to hear our ugly. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, goodness. Well, let's read a couple of scriptures here. Psalm 136, 1. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Hmm. The reason that we're, some some reasons that we're giving, that we have been given, I should say, to be grateful is that he is good and his love endures forever. It's It's when you read that, you think, it doesn't say give thanks to the Lord when you feel like it and when everything with you is going good. It says mm-hmm. give thanks to the Lord because he is good. And that's and I he mean, never changes. He so. doesn't change. Mm-hmm. His love is always, always for us. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't feel like it, his love is for us. So Psalm 50, I love that. That's good. 50, 20, Psalm 5023 says, The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. And that, what's mm. the key word in there? Like what kind of like jumped out at you like, ugh. Mm-hmm. glorifies know, me yeah glorifies me that's one reason that we're giving him um our thanks and being grateful to him it, it brings glory to him the other thing that kind of like i don't know like kind of tripped my little trigger when i read that the first time is the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice mm-hmm. it is truly sometimes an effort and it feels like i'm sacrificing my own will that wants to be unhappy mm-hmm. and complain and wants to be um, just ungrateful, mm-hmm. right? To sacrifice, like to lay that on the altar and say, "I'm giving this up, and I'm going to acknowledge and recognize the sovereignty of God and His control in my life and His goodness." And Lord, I am grateful that that Your love endures forever. Yes, you know yes. that it can be a sacrifice of your flesh. Yes, to be grateful. And I love the word sacrifice because it means giving up something it 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 requires something on us that we have to give up and it's the word says the lord indwells the sac the the praise of his people mm-hmm. uh it, it the sacrifice of praise in other words we praise not because we feel like it but because we don't feel like it it's a right. sacrifice to speak like that and uh and, and he indwells and when it says he glorifies me the word glorifies sounds kind of churchy sometimes that's hard to define sometimes but 
but to, for it to glorify him, it just means it it highlights him. It mm-hmm. makes him look great. It, it honors just, him. It honors him. It just makes him look great. Not that he needs to, but but uh, it's a way that we can make him look great is to glorify him when we don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So That's good. it's a, a good lesson for all of us. You know, too, um, you know, we're to be thankful for what God's given us in his word. And I love Psalms 119, 47. It says, I delight in your word. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I delight in your word because because I because I love your word. So, you know, we can be thankful because God's given us all these treasures in in, in the Bible. And uh, maybe sometimes we can just stop and remember that, God, I'm thankful for your word. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's my guide. So I love that as well. It's good. So. First um, Thessalonians 5.18, let's just stay on Scripture for another minute, says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's right. He says in all circumstances, mm-hmm. not for. Not for. In. I can do it in, but not for. Mm-hmm. So that I-N word is huge. Makes it Makes it feasible for every person on this earth yeah it does I'm, I'm just i'm just thinking about personal circumstances you know i i can remember growing up and we did not have my mother was a single mother for a while and we did not have a lot of money you know at all i'm not sure as a child i really i really understood how much money we didn't have you mm-hmm. know but my mother was she displayed gratitude for what we had all the time and then as I grew up, I just kind of learned that. So when we're talking about, you know, what does that look like? And moms, as you're listening, this is not just so that you learn mm-hmm. to be grateful. Mm-hmm. This is so that you train your children. What does it look like to have gratitude for God's goodness? Yeah. Because they're, I mean, they're going to have to walk their own kids through hard stuff someday. I mean, I don't care who you are. You live mm-hmm. long enough, you're going to do something hard, you know, enough you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you have one kid, it's going to be hard. You have four kids, it's <laughs> you start praying. Starts, you know, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> but, but just thinking about you as the listener, hearing us talk about gratitude, and you're, I know that you're probably thinking, yeah, I do wish I was more grateful. Do it for you. Do it because it honors God, but also do it with the with the mindfulness that your kids are watching. If you want to raise complaining children just be a complaining mom Mm -hmm. if you want to raise grateful children model that for them and be a grateful mother and speak well of god in front of them when things go wrong i know i've done it with my kids pam i know you've done it with your kids and those of you listening i know many of you do this something comes up and it's not favorable it's Mm -hmm. not wonderful and you say to your kids you know what God is still good, and He and we are so grateful that we have each other. We have we're grateful that we have our health, or whatever it might be. But you model that to them so that your children can start to see, okay, this is how you deal with disappointment, or this is how you deal with um, hard things. Sure, that you model that for sure. them. Sure, I love that, and also you know, but when it comes right down to it, we may have moms sitting here, and and you haven't been a person in your life that has you had a model of gratitude. You've had one thing after another, and you have lived your life in, in just just the road of more pessimism than optimism you mm-hmm. want to get on the other side to teach but but it's a hardcore fact that it's hard to teach gratitude unless it's a deeply ingrained value in That's yourself true. so but it's never too late so today might be the day that you turn to the lord and say i want it to be a more deeply ingrained uh 
uh, aspect. So God, today I want would you help me start to foster that in mm-hmm. my life? Because you can do it. It's just a matter of choice, and it's never too late. It's always it's always the right time to start planting that seed. You can do it. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, the word tells us if we ask anything according to His will, and you know that's in His will. We just read it. Up we there just in read it. Thessalonians. Yes. So uh-huh. we know it's His will that we have that that we come to Him with thanksgiving. So if we ask Him to change our hearts, then He just does. Uh-huh. You know. So we can do it. So, yeah. So like, there you go. We're done. Okay. No. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> But okay, so let's put some legs on this. Like, let's talk about what are some real practical things that we can do that might help a person build that that framework of being grateful. You know what I mean? Like, yes. some people keep a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't necessarily write it down, but I have friends that do. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so talk about that since you do that. Well, I just, I, of course, you know, I've, those of you that have listened to me before, I, I. I do keep journals. I've kept them for years. And maybe not every day I write it as much as I used to, but I do enjoy going to my journal and just jotting down some things I'm grateful for. It's just, that's just something that mm-hmm. just keeps it fresh in my mind. But but I like to think of gratitude. Um, we can train ourselves to think of gratitude in four parts. And the first part is what we notice, the word is notice, around us. So if you're trying to start on the gratitude train, there's four things you can do today. Number one, notice. Just stop and look around and notice what's around you and notice what you can be grateful for. So the first one is like using your eyes. Just turn around and look and notice. The second thing you can do is is to use your, your, your brain. Um, how you think. In other words, how we think about why we have been given the things we've been given. So I'm going to think about why have I been given these grandchildren why have I been given this ministry and as I start to ask why I start thinking about it I can start feeling some seeds of gratitude come forth so we notice and then we think and then the next thing we can do is how do I feel about the things then we're getting into the senses of feeling how do I feel about these things well then we start getting we enter the part of womanhood that feels good our emotions we feel <laughs> we feel happy we feel humbled we feel we feel thankful then we get the feelings juices mm-hmm. and once we so i feel like once we've watched once we've noticed once we've thought once we've felt then the normal outcome the fourth one is what do we do with it so and good. that and that is where we do something with it and it's just you don't have to make yourself girlfriend it just comes out it just flows out and your children's see it feel it other people around you can see it It just flows it flows out so it kind of can be cultivated in four parts that's really good that's very good you know i i um have noticed this in my own life recently kim um it's just become a new hobby (laughs) It's become a new hobby of mine, and I know the moms are thinking, is that all you have to do? <laughs> okay, Ladies, confession, I thought to myself, what's a hobby? I know, I mean, what, is exactly. That like what's a hobby? Washing dishes? Yes, I'm in. That's right. You know, so <laughs> I, I'm at the stage of life that I can have a little outside hobby, you know, and, and without all the demands of home life. So I've been through that. I know that. But, but just an overflow of gratitude, what I've noticed it's done in my life, and it's, like I said, it's become a little crazy hobby, but, but – um, just like just yesterday when I was at Costco and I try to do it in every store I go in if it if I have time if it works is notice the person behind the counter Mm -hmm. and I don't know what kind of day they're having but if they've been decent to me and they've been nice to me (laughs) then I ask to see their manager if I have time love it love it you know and uh, and 
I could say a word to their manager. Or yesterday, their girl at Costco was like, well, my manager's on break, but I really would like for you to, you know, she said, see that booth over there that says, tell us what I think. So I went over there and just jotted down her name. And, you know, I just thought it, that didn't take me long, but if it came out of my heart was so full of gratitude that um, it's just kind of been a fun hobby to watch people's reaction mm-hmm. when I say, is your manager here? They think it's going to be bad. And I'm like, well, I just want to praise your manager for how thoughtful you are. And they, yeah, that's they just don't know what to do with it. So don't pat me on the back uh, for any other reason than the fact that that's a work God's doing in my life today. Yeah. And it's just kind of fun, actually. So anyway, that's, so there I you mean, go. that's a that's a beautiful way to be a noticer. So and it helps you. It, it does foster gratitude because you're you're acknowledging something good mm-hmm. in somebody else right. makes them feel good. Right. You know, or it just affirms the work that they're doing. And what that's if nice. my kids were with me and I, were, I was younger and they saw me do that? What if your children saw you do that mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, um, now, don't get me wrong. I have not always done that. <laughs> like the time I went to Hobby Lobby and I was frustrated. <laughs> and so I go up to the counter what? and I go, do you have do you have Christmas dish towels <laughs> or something? <laughs> Just kind of off the cuff. And I was in a hurry. And she goes, you look so much like Pam Keneally. Do you know her? And I just about died. <laughs> I want to say, yes, I have a neighbor up the street that looks just like her. So, you know what I'm saying? I... I am learning. I'm learning a different way. Anyway, let's get on with it. <laughs> no, let's keep talking about yeah, your ingratitude. I know. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, so what are, what are some other ways? Well, you know, I think it's important to understand and notice. Sometimes I can understand what something means by seeing what it doesn't mean. And uh, the opposite of gratitude to me would be, of course, ingratitude and uh yeah, like talk about dangers of some, ingratitude. Yeah, talk about some dangers. And you know what? I I wrote this down and, and found this on the internet somewhere, and I had written it down. I want to share today the dangers of ingratitude. I mean, it's like we don't realize we're ingr- un- ungrateful, but it is like a cancer that that slowly that just slow slowly kills the best of us. But but what happens with dangers of ingratitude is we will focus on the actions of people mm. instead of the processes of God. So I focus on how people hurt me, how they didn't call me back, how they, you know, did not do what I wanted them to do. And I get focused on their actions instead of the process, what God's trying to teach me through it. And before I know it, I am ungrateful. Mm -hmm. But that's a danger of ingratitude. I thought of, of Joseph when his brothers threw him in the pit. And and then later, you know, he ends up in Pharaoh and is the head of the whole country, and his brothers come to see him. But Joseph ended up saying, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. So he was able to um, focus not on the actions of his brothers, but on the process of what God was doing in him. And then another danger of ingratitude I wrote down was, um, we will worship pleasant circumstances rather than be satisfied with God alone. Mm. So, you know, the danger of ingratitude is we just worship, at least I do, I worship my circumstance. I just worship it. It needs yep. to be the way I want it to be and make me happy and make not and mainly it doesn't cause me to worry. And we can so easily worship our circumstances and instead of just being satisfied that God's going to take care of it. And, and that's a good reminder, too. So I, that is you know, such a trap for uh, for most people. We fall into this to this very wrong line of thinking that if things are going well in our life, then we must have God's blessing and we should be grateful mm-hmm. when that's just, that is not consistent mm-hmm. with his word. That is yes. not consistent with his character. He is, um, he is 
I keep saying it, like he is always good. Even when things are wrong, mm-hmm. we should expect scripture tells us, you know, he sends the, the rain on the on the good and the bad. Like in this in this world you will have mm-hmm. trouble. We are gonna have troubling things. And so to develop the habit of being grateful even when things are hard, especially Especially yeah. when things are hard. That's mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to be grateful when you have enough money or when mm-hmm. you have when your kids are being good, like it's that is not a sacrifice mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving. That is that the is pleasure so, of Thanksgiving. I mean, that's so easy, mm-hmm. but Pride. it's the pouring out of yourself, the surrender, the the humility that comes with being grateful to Him, especially when things are hard. Like I just feel like that's where He, that's where He meets you. Exactly. You know, like that's where He changes your heart, yeah. not when it's easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and two, I couldn't help but think about. David, when he said, the Lord is my, the Lord is my portion, mm-hmm. he's my cup, he's my inheritance. And he said this when he was, you know, on the run, you know, Saul was chasing him. So, you know, I, I love to think about biblical characters and, and what they thought too. And oftentimes I think you can know the character of a person when you observe what they do when they're down, when they, when For they sure. hit the bottom. And, um, that, that's when, that's why we got to feed ourselves constantly so that when we do hit the bottom we get down there there's enough resources down there to pull from because we can't we can't put those resources in us at that time because we may may be too devastated the crisis is too great but if we've built that tank before we get to the crisis we'll have something to draw on that's good when we get there so that's why if you're up today make a deposit right if you're down today just uh, let this podcast be a deposit for you yeah you know, I'm I'm watching a, a real sweet friend go through cancer and it's you know it's real it's real early in in treatment and all that but her attitude is so beautiful mm-hmm. every time I talk to her you know she will say I'm just trusting the Lord like the Lord is good and and she just has such rich encouragement for for me like and I'm not even I'm not even sick Mm-hmm. You know, but she just has this gratefulness to God, no matter what he she looks at him like he's he's my healer, he's my provider, you know, and just the just the sweet things she says, mm-hmm. so it's not just about changing your own mind, it's about like that furthers the kingdom that builds up the kingdom when when we can when believers can encourage each other you know with their own gratefulness yes. in hard things, if I look at you and and I see that you're being so you have such a spirit of thanksgiving even in hard stuff it just really ministers to me and i think oh if yes if she sees god like that and and she sees god like that and she's thankful for this and this and this then you know i love that then i have to be there too so it really just spurs each other on iron sharpens iron she's sharpening you and i just i love it i do love that so much you know with uh the thanksgiving season ahead of us and like kim said you may be listening to this in january february but but you know, it's always, like you mentioned earlier, what comes out of this for us is an opportunity to show our children what gratitude looks like in just fun, fun, creative ways. And and I read this the other day, even though we're not talking about fun things to do with the kids for Thanksgiving. Maybe that should be another podcast. But I read this, and I thought it was so cute that this mother had taken uh, erasable markers. And notice I said the word erasable, please. <laughs> But she had bought the kids erasable not markers, sharpies. not sharpies <laughs> or paint, you know. But erasable markers. I think they were probably 
third, fourth grade, and they were able to write on the windows of their house, window panes, things they're grateful for. That's good. Maybe the back windows, just little words they're grateful for. I thought that was so sweet. I love seeing that. I think I'm going to do that that. at my own house. That was really cute how they could do that. Of course, and then... um, I just thought that was a cute activity for yeah. your kids. Then it's kind of right there in front of you. It is. So you're thinking, oh, the kids said whatever. And then you're like, oh, i got to live that out. <laughs> you know, and your kids are little and they're like, thank you, Jesus, for corn. And, you know, like all you're the like, random <laughs> things. <laughs> that's okay. Whatever they're thankful for, let them be thankful. That's right. That's right. So this has been great today. I've been I've enjoyed what we've been able to flush out today on gratitude. Yes, I've enjoyed that. We, we know that gratitude is intentional. Are circumstances and situations always going to be good? No, they're definitely not. But we can't always find something for which that we're grateful. So, Pam, do you have any final words? You know, I don't. I just want to say that gratitude promotes optimism. Yes. And that's just so true. I can't stand it. Yeah. That's, we've already said that. But if I could say three words about gratitude, that's what I'd say. And it makes for a pretty woman. Yes, it does. You know, like, a, it does. you know, you've been around, you've been around friends that are, that are, you can still be having kind of a cruddy little life mm-hmm. or a little season and still be um, grateful. And it just, I mean, if you want to be an attractive woman, just be a grateful woman, mm-hmm. you know. So I love that. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, we know that we have a God who sees us and he loves us and he gave his son for us. And that alone mm-hmm. is reason for our gratefulness. So as we close, as always, we want to thank you for listening to the Equip Podcast by Rise Ministries. We do love hearing from you about how our conversations impact your life. So leave us a comment or send us an email at info at ariseministries.net. And would you help us reach more moms with the message of hope? You can do that by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, or more importantly, just share this on your social media channels. We would so appreciate it. Moms, I hope you'll join us next time as we get together, and we hope you have a wonderful day full of gratitude for all that the Lord has done. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.